Dragons. Episode 56. Bats! Bats everywhere! Something Something Dragons podcast, a part of the Untold Stories Project. This is our actual play of the Carrion Crown Adventure Path. I am your host and Game Master, Aaron, and with me today, as always, are the Rainbow Squad. Say hello, heroes. Hello, hello heroes. Hello. So when last we left our heroes, they had begun to explore the interior of Vorkstag and Grind's Chemic Works. Having Which was probably a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> You, you 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 dealt with the flesh golem hound that was located outside. You began to start trying to enter the building. So far, Jaren got dropped down the chimney, where he is carefully climbing down. He is now currently on a rope dangling above the chemical floor. Well, not chemical floor, but the floor where a group of deformed individuals are, mi- are, are minding these vats of green and blue chemicals. Like you do. I'm sure that'll go well. Fortunately, Jaren has a uh, a mask over his face, so he is not having to deal with the negative effects of inhaling said chemicals. Yeah. Azatha had looked at the uh, split doors from the courtyard and went up, and is currently in a storage room. Illyris had gone to the lower level, where there were three more of the deformed individuals. And when we left our heroes, there was a combination of a not very good stealth roll and a pretty good perception roll, which has led to the creatures turning and looking at Alyris as Alyris tried to hide herself behind a box. Whoops. <laughs> like, oh, don't mind me. I'm just going to go hide behind this box here. That's not where the bathroom is. Sorry. Right. So. I mean, she's part of Fox. Worst comes to worst, she could pretend to be one of them. (laughs) She doesn't (laughs) quite look like one. So, with that in mind, how about we uh, get some music going from Tabletop Audio, and since I had made you all roll for initiative once you started doing foolish things, like exploring the inside of a building, (laughs) it is Eklund's turn. Uh, Eklund, you are in bat form, but you can see that uh, Lyris has gone down to the lower level. Bat? Excuse me? <laughs> Ow. Why do I keep saying bat? I really, really want him to be a bat. I do. You are in a giant owl form. You can see that, uh, like I said, Lyris is at the lower level and has just been made. You can also see Azatha up on the upper level where she seems to be alone in a storage room. Although there is a crate. The fact that you mentioned the crate makes me think there's something weird about it. So I want to keep an eye on the crate. Mm-hmm. And Didn't you say they were loading stuff into the crate? Uh, there is a crane that would be used to take crates from this upper level and lower them down into the courtyard. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, there is currently nobody in the room with Azatha to do such loading or unloading of crates. Gotcha. Okay, I want to sense motive on the creatures. See if they are actually being evil or if they're just going to be mindless. And that's a thing. I will go back to my task. It's a 17 on sense motive. They do not appear mindless. They do appear agitated um, and upset. And they do not seem to be happy to have noticed Alyris 
and you can see that they are reaching for clubs that are hanging off of their uh, belts. Whoa, right? okay, that doesn't look good. None okay. of this looks good. <laughs> Clint will sigh heavily and fly into the room in front of Aliris and... What are you doing? He can he? I guess he can't hold the rest of his action. Can all right? Can I set a reaction? Sure. No, what are you I, trying to do? Well, if one of them moves to hit Aliris, I want to count. I want to attack it. That was you the can plan. you can absolutely ready an action to attack a creature if it attacks Aliris. Okay. I can handle this. Uh, the first one that goes after Aliris, Eklund's gonna lash out at. But other than that, he's just readying himself for combat. Okay. That takes us, actually, to the first of the creatures. Also, if it attacks me, I want to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> the first one of the creatures to attack is what you're trying to say. Yes, the first one to come after us with malicious intent and evil aforethought and whatever other court terms my brain can jump to right now. That's fine. <laughs> I will say, both Aliris and Eklund, since you can see the creatures clearly, if you would like to give me a knowledge local, I can tell you something about them, possibly. I do not have knowledge local. Well, then you can't. Uh, do nature and identify what parts it's made out of? No. I'll help you. Aliris has knowledge local, though. I do? I you, do! You okay, most certainly do, because it, because it is also the streetwise and how-to-do-crime skill. Oh, yeah! <laughs> should, I, should I roll that? Probably. What was it again? Knowledge local? local? Yep. Alrighty. Is that, is that, I got a 16. Is that bad? Or That is enough to know a little bit about them. These creatures are called mongrel men. Despite their monstrous appearance, mongrel men are generally hardworking and peaceful creatures. They can um, produce offspring with just about any humanoid, mixing bloodlines in strange ways to create very strange crossbreeds. Um... Each mongrel man usually has characteristics from at least a half dozen different races. The strange mixture enforces a mongrel man's place in the edges of the world, for they are shunned by all who fear their twisted appearance. Um, most mongrel men live below the surface of the world in hidden caves far from civilization. They pride themselves on their survival skills. Um, they are often enslaved. Uh, oh, these poor mong guys. Mongrel men living on the surface sometimes live in cities sequestering themselves in ghettos and sewers to avoid notice. They may rely on begging and pickpocketing to get by. Um, okay, on you, that... Uh, yeah, that's that's what you know about mongrelmen. Uh, you would know that, that they all have dark vision, but um, they, they they do look annoyed, and uh, they are... Uh, they, 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 they turn to each other, and they say something in kind of a guttural, harsh language that I don't believe either of the two of you speak. I would yeah. like to... Okay, so first question: Am I able to deal non-lethal damage? Sure, you just have to take a minus four. Yeah. Second question: If I end up reducing one to zero, like in the D and D rule, can I knock it out instead of kill it? Uh, I mean, if you do non-lethal damage, they will definitely be knocked out. If you reduce it below zero, it is quite possible that they will stabilize and they will not die. So. That, that's one rule from D&D &D that I like, is that if you reduce something to zero, yeah, you know. can choose not to. Yep. And also, I need to go grab a drink of water. Okay. Uh, well, um, you may not want to do that just yet, because there are two mongrel men about to act, and uh, one of them is oh. going to swing at you. So, uh, the mongrel man that is 
adjacent to Eklund, is going to swing his club at the giant owl that just flew in. Eight, um, <laughs> that is a 21 to hit. Let me check my... Dagnabbit, I have 20! Uh, he will swing hey, his club at you for six points of damage. If I weren't at less than full health, I would be fine, but now I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can uh, go ahead and your ready to action would go off. Um, so All know. right. Do I get both attacks or just one? Just one, because you, you moved. Bitfire. Okay. Owl Talons. So I thought you could only... Um... That's a 25 for nine damage. The 25 will hit. Nine damage, you say? Yeah. Okay. And again... While Eklund is definitely fighting to defend himself, that's all he's doing. Like, he's clawing at it, but he's obviously missing any vital spots. Like, he's not trying to kill it, but he's trying to make it think twice about hitting him again. I mean, it just swung a club at your head. Um, yeah. So, uh, the other mongrel man will take a five-foot step forward, and he will swing his club at Alyrus. Oh, joy. That is a 16 to hit, which I do not believe will hit him. Yeah, no, it won't. <laughs> okay. Uh, Lensa, uh, I'm not going to describe what you see because it's the same thing that Eklund just saw a few moments ago, only now I guess you've noticed that the two mongrel men have closed on your friends and have swung clubs at them. Alright, um, could I also acknowledge local? Sure. Or my attempt. Uh, 19. Yeah, so, um, you're going to get the same information that, uh, Lyris did. Um, uh, you can get one useful piece of information about them, but... They don't have a whole lot to know, so... What do you think they're most useful? Um... They have dark vision and low light vision. Um... You already told me that, though. And, uh... They all have a talent for mimicking, uh, voices. Oh. That's just creepy, but okay. They are intelligent. I mean, they're, they, they are as intelligent as any other human. It's stunning when you ask, Hey, what do you think will be most useful? And it's like, oh, I can mimic voices! Or there just isn't a lot to tell you about them. Yeah. Alright. Um. Buffy. Um. I'm not fight. I don't fight. I don't do this stuff. Um. We have. Don't do door. the stabby. I don't do the stabby. There are doors here, right? Uh. Yeah. There's multiple pairs. There's the doors that lead into the storage room that Alaris and Eklund are in. There are the doors leading up to the crane room that Azatha is. There's doors past my friends. Yes, past your friends, there are doors that continue on to the... I don't... Ooh. I mean, I want to go for this, but I really don't, because they're kind of dealing with big monsters, and I will die. I will die. Not that big. Uh, sorry, not monsters, even then. Uh, but they are people who want to uh, fight, and I don't do that. Alright, I'm gonna follow Azafa. Okay. I don't really know where that is. Boop. Oh, and also, I do not have a light source on... My second token. Yeah, let me fix that. I, that's weird. Well, that's, kind of weird. that's weird. You should have a light source. I am. Um, you have a light source, or do you have sight? Nice. Oh, there we are. I can see now. Thank you. I have sight. Got it. And uh, blue, you have. Do you have a light spell cast on you right now? Absolutely. Okay. Um, alright. This is a real. I don't know how many steps that is. Um, you were. You would have used ten feet of movement to get into the doors. Alright, uh, how far are those doors locked? Uh, GM, are the doors locked? <laughs> <laughs> um, they do not appear to be. Awesome, alright, so that's ten. Um, they do not appear to be. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, so um, I... We're um, splitting um, up the party. 
Oh, we're not smart. Let's do this. I'm gonna open the doors. <laughs> this is the one thing they tell you not we'll to do. Through there, please. Don't just uh, open I, them. Don't. don't like, Isn't there a Rick and Morty meme about that very thing? In and out, couple minutes, and then faster. Never mind. Yeah, but uh, so I'm gonna open the door partially to try to look in. Okay. Um. So when you open the door, um, you can see that there is a fairly narrow walkway, uh, just by the edge of this door. Um, you can smell the vile chemical fumes uh, wafting up from lower. Um, just about at eye level, you can see, uh, three of the creatures walking on top of, uh, walkways between the vats. Um, and you can see Jaren dangling just right at the edge of the chimney. I wave. Describe best I can basically the disappointed mom side. <laughs> that was a move action to get to the door and another move action to actually open the door, so that is it for Lensa. Can I have a free action to wave back at Jaren? You may wave at Jaren <laughs> as a free action, yes. Azatha! Oh, right. Um, I'd um, ask Lensa, what what are those people? Uh, would she tell uh, Lensa knows this, I don't, because I just forgot the name. Mongrelman. Thank you. Uh, Mongrelman, uh, they're not... I mean, they're hated by everyone, well, most people, but there's nothing too special. They're not monsters. Okay. Um, all right then. Uh, oh, can I, like, smell these chemical fumes and try to guess, like, what chemical mixture this may be? Sure. Do you have craft alchemy or, um, you know, I'll let you do a uh, knowledge arcana. Yo, nice. 19. Yeah, so there is a, uh, these are, uh, chemical vats of, or alchemical leeches and acids. Um, and you can tell that, uh, walking into that room and getting a full face of those fumes is going to be potentially sickening. Okay, so smelling what that is, I'd be like, uh, uh, don't, don't go into there. You don't want to breathe that. It's bleach. Bleach? And acid. And acid. Uh, and it's blasted. <laughs> Why are we laughing? I don't know. Blasted. Um, right, um, I am just not going to enter there because Jaren seems to have everything under control. He's got a thing over his face. He'll be fine. You'll be fine, right? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Could I go over and check out the box? Do not check out the box until you have backup! You are the spellcasters! Are you kidding me?! You can absolutely check out yeah. these boxes. Yeah, I am not going to tap on it or attempt to make any kind of in um, indication that I'm there just in case of any living being inside. But are there like any cracks or this stuff? There's cracks in this stuff that like where I can guess what could the contents potentially be? So the wooden, uh, wooden crates, um, they're fairly well sealed, but, uh, give me a perception check. Oh, righty. Don't fail me now. Ha <laughs> ha, that's a six. Um, you're pretty sure that the box you're lifting is empty. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fine. There's nothing in this. <laughs> they're not Break them open, see if there's loot. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I will definitely do that, because that is safe. No, I'm uh, I mean, literally nothing else we've done in this building has been safe. Why start now? Jaren, you're up. I'm way up the chimney. Um, okay. What does it appear that the... What, first of all, what are the mongrel men in the room doing at the moment? Um, so they don't seem to have noticed you. Um, okay. So they're, they they seem to be just, you know, bustling around, stirring the vats. Um, the one that is on the ground closest to the south seems to be looking at the, like, some of the readings and the dials and gauges on that vat. Okay. This guy down here? Yep. Uh, okay. The one that is kind of most centered in the room seems to be looking underneath the walkway so where you can't see but you think the room does continue down under that walkway off to the okay um and he seems to be shouting out at some presence underneath that overhang um jaren what what languages do you speak uh that's a good question i don't probably not anything they speak but draconic gnome sylvan and Taldane. okay yeah, no, you don't understand what language they're 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 barking orders to each other at, and um, but they don't seem none of them seem to have noticed you yet. Okay, uh, how f- how far away from the ledge am I? Um, I would say you could drop down to that ledge without any problem. Okay, so not the one, not the boards over the vats, but the ledge itself. Yeah, like the little walkway. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I am going to drop over there. Okay. Uh, so there is a door directly to your to mm-hmm. east, and then there is a door slightly to the south in the. Well, there's the door that they just waved at me from. And then there's a door to the south that that is uh, Lens had just waved at you from. Yeah. Okay. Um, so how wide is this ledge? About five feet. Okay. Uh, I will sort of roll as close once I drop onto the thing. I'll just sort of roll as close to the wall as I can. Uh huh. And listen to those doors that are because they're right there. Okay, give me a both a stealth and a perception check. Okie dokie. <laughs> There's a 17 on stealth. Good. And a 10 on perception. Okay. Um, you're having trouble hearing anything um, because there is so much noise coming from the vats and the, the the workers below. So you don't hear anything coming from the door that you are up against, right? Okay. Uh, does it appear to be locked, that door? It does appear to be locked. Interesting. Okay. That's that's all I'm going to do right now. Okay. Back on the first floor, um, there is one more mongrel man in the room with Azatha, or w- with Aliris and Eklund. And that mongrel man is going to take a five-foot step, putting uh, Eklund into the flank with his buddy. Hot garbage. And he's going to swing his, uh, his, his club at Eklund. Uh, with the flank, that is only a 15, so that will not hit. Alright. Um, do do uh, Down on the floor, the other Mongol men are continuing to do their work. Um, I allowed to say something to Aliris if it's not my turn? Sure. Yep, me. It's like a, yeah, we did a six-word limit last time, so he's just gonna go, don't kill any. Okay. He has Alir- the ring, by the way. He has the ring right now. Right. Aliris, you're up. Me? Yes, you. Uh, is there any sort of way I can get to those doors? Um, I mean, 
You can definitely get to those doors. If you want to get there without uh, having anybody take a swing at you, it is going to take a uh, acrobatics check. All right, sounds good. I'm going to go to those doors, and I'm going to roll acrobatics. Okay. This is one, and then I just rolled. Yep. Alrighty then. It's a 21. That is more than enough for Illyris to nimbly dive between the two mongrel men and get over to the door, avoiding uh, any ability of them to swing their clubs at her. Ha, cool. Is there any way I can unlock this? Or is it locked? Um, it is not locked. Okay, can I go through the doors? Uh, you can open the doors. Uh, you won't be able to also move this turn, but you'll be able to open them and see what's on the other side of the door. Well, then I'll open the door and see what's on the other side of the door. Okay. Nothing nasty, please. Hey, you're gonna drink this. This is why we just don't see these things. Come on, why are you not highlighting? Just want to. There we go. Oh. Okay. Uh, so, Illyris, you open the door and you can see that this is a stable. Um, there are two stalls that are filled with straw. Um, it looks like one of them had one of them has uh, about a dozen imprints in the straw, where you're guessing that the mongrelmen probably sleep. They sleep in uh, the other stable. Looks like there is a horse that would stay in it, but the horse is not currently present. I have a kaimic worker to murder the owner or whatever. Okay. This is probably not up to standard. No, it's not. Eklund, you're up. Okay. So Eklund is going to say, um, Eklund is going to attempt to stop the combat. Okay. So how much can I say in a turn? Let's go for it. I mean, if you're taking a standard action to talk, to try to calm them down, um, I will let you give a brief impassioned plea and make a diplomacy check. I have no diplomacy. Well, then you're probably the wrong person to do this. <laughs> I have the skill. Oh, I have a plus three thanks to the, um... To the ring. Yeah. But... Apologies, I had to leave. I'm trying to think, like... Is is there something, like... what? Hang on a sec. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna screw this up because I've already made enough frick-ups in this mission. I am... Think of it like this, though. If you've already screwed up a few terminology times... Right? It's rulebook time. You've um, already screwed up a few times. You can't screw up anymore again. I mean, just tell me what you're trying to do, and I will, I, I will help okay, you. Okay, so in D&D, there's an option to disengage, and I'm trying to remember what disengage does, because I don't remember if it's what I'm looking for. So you um, can take a full withdrawal, which is what disengage does, which allows you to move away without, without letting provoking. them, without provoking, yeah. Okay, so I'm not gonna do that. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna have, I'm... Uh, this is hard, because I could also- I have a plus eight to intimidate right now. So I'm trying to think if I could scare them out of fighting, but then they could also go get somebody if they're scared. Just go, just go you you go could ahead. absolutely make an intimidation check as well as a, uh, a, a, as easily a diplomacy to try to make them stop fighting. Sure. I'd allow that. Okay. So... Alright, Eklan is going to start with intimidation, mostly just trusting in the fact that he's a giant owl that just yelled at them to carry it through, but... Alright, I'm gonna see what I roll. I'm freaking begging you, dice gods. Ah! <laughs> That's five on the die for a 13. Okay. Um, give me just one second. 
gather that that doesn't work. Thirteen um, blue. Yeah, no. Uh, they, they they seem to uh, to to maybe they might be scared of you, but their their fear is turning into we have to kill this thing, not we should run away. Okay, but because I only did the check, can I and didn't do the full speech? Is I could I at least just have him say something? Sure. So he says, uh. We didn't. He he kind of draws back from the scary a little bit, and he goes, "We didn't come to fight you. We're here to. Uh, we're here to. Words are hard today. Uh, get, give me one sec. Green is experiencing technical difficulties. Please reload. Um, he's basically. We didn't come here to fight you. We came to. Word is not fight, but to stop, hinder something on those lines. The ones that enslaved you. Okay. You have made your plea. Um. And then he's going to pray. Okay. Um, yeah, the uh, the mongrel man who had swung at you last turn is still going to swing. Um, but that is a total of an eight, so that will not hit. Okay. Um, the other one snarls and in broken Taldane kind of says, Need to leave. The masters would not want to find you here. I don't really want to find me either, though. Um, but he is then going to swing his club at Alyrus. Oh. Uh, pff, that is a six. So, you're fine. <laughs> Lensa, back upstairs. It's nice to fight something that rolls low for once. <laughs> I don't have a great bonus to hit, but... Alright, so... What is Azatha again? Azatha is looking in some of the crates. Jaren is lo- listening at the door on the walkway. Um, you can hear some sounds below you. There's so much Um, Lensa, you don't by any chance speak Undercommon, do you? Exists in Pathfinder? Lensa isn't my language character, that's every other character. Yeah, and actually even (laughs) most of- I don't think any of your language characters has ever taken Undercommon. Um... It's reminding me I need to do it. Anyway, what do you want to do, Lensa? I don't want to be here, but I'm gonna go see what his office is looking at. You say that every time, but not being here is not an option. I realize this. It is an option. Um, but, so, I'm gonna... gonna Hi, Lenza, I'm pretty sure this is empty. We can move on now. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a perception check, Blue. Don't care, I'm gonna... sure. Oh, you're just gonna open it? I mean, 18. There's the warning. Still opening it. Okay. So, Um, if I could have, like, a warning of what might be in there, if I can tell. Well, it wasn't high enough to find the trap. Um... No, I'm kidding. There's no trap. Uh, what there is, however, is in this box, you see um, eight items packed into straw. Uh, I this was empty. Five of them are bags that uh, seem to be tied tight, stretched really taut. Um, so most likely, if you were to throw them, the bags would split open. Uh-oh. And then there are three... They look kind of like glass stones, um, and there is a crackle. You can see just the tiniest flickers of um, electricity within them. Oh, oh, these are um, good out. Chemical things. You can give me an appraise or craft alchemy check if you'd like. Ooh, blue here knows sure that these are money. good things. I do not have craft alchemy though, as then, uh, so we're just gonna appraise. Okay. Which isn't good. Uh, sixteen. That's enough. Um, neither of these are terribly uncommon. Yes, there are five Tanglefoot bags and three Thunderstones. That's so. 
Okay, I don't know what any of those are, but I can take a pretty good guess. Because tangled events will will basically make ground entangled. Oh, who would have thought? And thunderstones, I think, just do electricity damage. And uh, can deafen people. Yeah, they're awesome. allowed. This seems useful. Oh, very. But here's the other thing: is we've already broken enough laws sneaking in here. We don't need to start stealing things. <laughs> These people are breaking us too. Well, you know, on the other hand. You could go the other way with that. We've already broken all these other laws. We might as well <laughs> steal these, too. <laughs> but also, the less laws we break, the more in the clear we are when we tell them at the trial, we broke into Vorkstag and Grinds to find these papers. Like, we're not going to be able to lie in court. We're going to have to say that. And it would be better to say that and ha- be able to also say, but we took nothing but the papers. Less in the wrong we are, the better. Technically, you can say anything in court, whether it's true or not. It can put us under a zone of truth whenever they want. No, you have to agree to be under a zone of truth. Oh. And honestly, if they were randomly going, can we have you under a zone of truth? That's suspicious on them, if there's no reason. Yep. Um, Like, the only reason that Lensa had to be under the zone of truth was because she was using a weird magical ability and it's like well oh. how do i know you're actually channeling the dead and not just saying whatever you want to say that's true um anyway i was more than happy do you wish to take those uh eight items uh happily okay uh add them to your oh. inventory um that takes us to the mongrel men that uh jaren can see mm-hmm. um and those mongrel men um, Can I hear any of the fighting going on? Like, there's been talking and yelling at each other? No, because they are, they are a floor removed from you and several... I mean, they're on a lower level and there are doors in the way. Okay. Uh, and they haven't done anything super noisy. Like, there hasn't been explosions or... So I'm going to say that right now, no, you cannot. Okay. Just uh, checking. Um. Okay. So... Uh, Jaren, you'll notice that uh, several of the Mongol men are not milling around, but uh, seem to be moving around the room. Um, the, uh, including, you do see three of them have come out from underneath the uh, the walkway that you were standing over. Cool. So there are just there are just like eight or nine of them in this room with me. Cool. I'll be, uh, I'm sure I'll be fine. Total of eight. <laughs> um. Uh, I mean, they're all on a lower level than you. I mean, they, they could... But they all look like they're moving around doing tasks. Uh, the ones who moved just now, yes, all uh-huh. seem to be just tending to the chemical. Okay. Um, okay. That's gonna happen. Yeah, okay. Uh, Azatha. Lensa has opened up the box you were looking at and is like, ooh, look, stuff. The front of the empty. Oh. Uh... Oh, jeez, you'd think I'd be the blind one here. My God. Zama, yikes! Rude. Let's have a small chuckle at that. <laughs> that was spicy. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, jeez, what should I do? I am... Uh, looking at my spells real quick, see if I can make myself invisible. Uh, you do not have invisibility. You have the ability of, if you see someone, you can make yourself invisible to them. Right. 
I don't remember the name of that spell, but... It exists. Hidden Presence. And it is a spell. Yeah. Yep. So, like, if you wanted, you could kind of look out into that room, see all those mongrel men out in the that room, and make yourself invisible to all of them. But you wouldn't actually turn invisible. It's right. It's yeah. The difference between you know an illusion and a hallucination. So right. Yeah, I get that. Yep. Um, would it be possible to cast vanish on myself? Absolutely. Vanish just doesn't last as long. Right. Yep. Just thinking yeah, if you- I want to do a timed opportunity to get like in um through that room with a bunch of them in it to another real fast. Sure. Um, Makes total sense. Let's see. Um, um, sorry, let me just go over how specifically long this is again. Um, duration, there does not... Uh, oh, wait. Um, vanish usually lasts a number of rounds. Yeah, Vanish is a uh, caster level in rounds, so it would last five rounds. Okay. Five rounds? That... Just oh, 30 seconds, than, right? Yeah. About then, yeah. Right. So, uh, thirty seconds. I would I I would be able to potentially dash across the room to another room in, in thirty seconds, right? Absolutely. All right. Um, can I see doors from where I am? Um, from the doorway, you can see the door that Jaren is currently listening at, and that there is another door just to the south of. Um, there are okay, basically I'm two gonna... doors side by side there. Yep. Okay, I was just wondering because I cannot see it through the map um, very clearly. So um, I would go over to Lens real quick and be like, okay, I'm going to cast this spell. They won't be able to see me for a couple seconds, but I'm going to go into one of the rooms that Jiren is currently by. Just because okay. I don't know what else to do at the moment. All right. I can't stop you. Haven't <laughs> <laughs> so far. Um, so I will test that real quick and make a run for it. Okay. Uh, you should have more than enough movement to get um, right over here, which is the door do next they to Jaren. Roll saving throws. Nope. You're just illusion. You're just invisible. Um, and yeah, so Jaren is at Wait, one door and there's another door directly to the south, which is where I put you. Um, Jaren doesn't see you either. But, oh, um, nope. <laughs> you were standing in the doorway and then you vanished. Yep. I cannot. So now yeah, I have no idea where you are. Quiet. Oh, I couldn't hear all of you for a second because y'all went quiet. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, Sorry, my headphones are acting up. I cannot hear anybody. Oh. Um. Well, that is that is all Azatha would be able to do this turn, anyways. Would be to cast invisible or cast vanish and then move out into the room. Um. Right. Let's move on to uh. And another selection of my Mongol men. Yay! Yep, okay. At least these ones aren't trying to take our heads off. Nope. Yet. Um, although this one is going to walk over to the ladder. This one's going to make his way around the walkways over there. And the one in the center is going to stay in the center, still kind of barking orders people in Undercommon, which we've established and I don't understand. Um, Jaren. What do you want to do? <laughs> well, um, Jared was going to move and see if the other door was unlocked. <laughs> so, um, he so, still intends to do that. <laughs> so I'm going to say that 
based on the fact that you can normally move through a friendly character's square, Azatha is going to do her best to not be touched by Jaren, and Jaren is a small creature. You can go ahead and occupy the same square as Azatha for the moment. Okay. Uh, I guess he could just reach over and test the doorknob. Sure. Before moving over there. Absolutely, you could. So he'll, he'll test that doorknob first. Okay. Uh, it is also locked. Uh-huh. Um, Let's try breaking angry it orange noises. <laughs> I can't attempt to unlock a door, though, right? I mean, do you have disabled device as a skill? No. Um, you can break a door. So I was saying. Yeah, no, I'm trying to do it quietly. Oh, well, that's a different thing. That was um, the whole point of coming down the chimney. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jaren's going to look over toward the doorway where he saw his other two party members uh-huh. and try to get someone's attention over there and, like, point at the doors and do the, you know, it's locked, you know, the international sign for it's locked. Okay. Um... Well, I'm going to say that Lenza clearly cannot see you, because Lenza has an entire wall between you guys. She isn't anywhere near the doorway. Um, Azatha, you're, you know, standing right next to Jaren, so you totally see what he's trying to tell you, what he's trying to say. Um, <laughs> I don't know that. No. Try knocking on the door, maybe they'll open. What? I... <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a character. No. <laughs> that sigh says I'm surrounded by idiots. <laughs> so, Jared's gonna go back up the rope, climb out of the chimney, and leave. <laughs> He's going back to his village. He's had enough. <laughs> um. Oh, I'll tell you what he will do is put the alchemist fire away. Okay. <laughs> uh, he just thought he might need it for a distraction if right. somebody saw him in the chimney. Right. Um, um, it's just gonna wait because you can't unlock these doors and, and they're locked, so that means that's where they want to be. Okay. So he's just gonna keep an eye on, on the rogues gallery down there and, uh, you know. Okay. Give me a perception check real fast. There are two things that are of interest that you might notice. Okay. That would be a 28 on a natural 20. That's a very good roll. So you are going to notice two things. The first thing you're going to notice is that the ladders that are connected to, or there's two ladders, like I said, that were connected to the bats that would allow people on the floor to climb up to the level of the walkways. You right. do notice that they also go below the vat. So oh, like level. it's like there's another level down there. Uh-huh. Okay. Like the vats are Lunching on. Lunging just keeps getting bigger. Um, the other thing you notice is that the door, not the one you're up against, but the one to the south, you hear, you hear speech, but it is definitely not a language that you've ever heard. Um, so coming from the door where my f- where my friends were just at. No, the door that Azatha is standing in front of. Right oh, now. oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Um, do you have knowledge religion? Mm, I don't know. Hold on. Uh, nope. History okay. and local and Dungeoneering for some reason. You know what? 
I will allow a knowledge dungeoneering. Okie dokie, with my Okay, the fact that we're combining religion and dungeoneering here makes me very, very worried. Well, don't get don't get too excited, because I have a one in that. <laughs> Those two things come okay. together close. Twenty happen. Um you so the, the 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 words you're hearing being muttered, um most of it is like I said, it's not a language you recognize. Um but you do hear the name uh Nurgerberg. I'm sorry. Bless what? you? What? <laughs> <laughs> Norgerberg? Norgerberg. <laughs> um which oh. <laughs> swear to god it sounds like the Swedish chef just entered the building. <laughs> Uh, say which Jaren may not recognize, but which Orange should, because you have dealt with cultists of Norgerber in the past. Nor- Norgerberg. It's a god. Hold up. It is a god. The <laughs> god. Um. Yes, that is what he is. I mean, I want to thank him. Give her a minute. All right. So yes, you hear that. Okay. Um. Not good, but pretty funny. Down on the lower level, um, one of the mongrel men is going to walk, run out of the door. He is uh, going to provoke an attack of opportunity from uh, Eklund, if Eklund wishes to take it. Eklund will not... Okay. Take the freaking attack. Does he look hostile? Um, he doesn't look friendly. He looks uh Is he swinging any big, nasty implements at me? No, he walked... He, he's going out the doors uh, to, to the west. Does he look... Wait, it's this guy. It's this guy right there. Where was he before? Right here. Okay, so this guy was in the room. Mm-hmm. Um. And I take my... I want to stop him. I okay. knock him prone. You can... You can't really do a combat maneuver as an attack of opportunity. You can take a swing at him. If you wish to make it non-lethal, you can. But that's really all you can do. I just want to stop him from going out there. Can I grapple? No. <laughs> Bart, I just, I want to, okay. Ugh. There's no CMB or him. something I can do to knock him on his face. Cause I not just... as an attack of opportunity, no. You can take an attack of opportunity or you can not. Those are your choices. Then I'm going to, but I think I am going to do non-lethal for this one. Okay. But of course I roll a critical hit. That's not a bad thing actually. 30 confirm on a 19. Um, a 19. Since you're doing non-lethal, it's minus 4. Let me see if the 15 will confirm. A 15 will confirm. What does non-lethal critical do? It still does double damage. So it does a lot of non-lethal damage. 26 non-lethal damage, then. Okay, so he tries to run past you, and you just kind of whap him with your claw, Sending him tumbling forward, and he hits the cart and slumps over it unconscious. I mean, owls will do that. If they want to attack prey, they'll punch it in the head with their claws. So that makes yeah. sense. Yep. So he is unconscious. <laughs> he was startled by it. He just goes, sorry. <laughs> like, he wasn't trying to provoke them anymore, but that just scared his predator senses. And uh... He's not actually dead. I'm just putting the X on him so I know not to let him take a turn. He's taking a snooze. Oh, yeah. Eklund um, manages to look surprised as only an owl the size of a human can. <laughs> Alright. Um, Alaris, you're up. Oh, yes, I am. Yep, there's uh, still two mongrel men in the room with you. There's a stable in front of you. 
Is there anything noticeable or noteworthy in the stable? Not really. Uh, then I think I'll just leave. Okay. <laughs> I, she's like, I'm bored. I'm gonna go to the next room. <laughs> <laughs> Jar of farts. I mean, you could do something about the mongrel men in the room who keep swinging clubs at you and your buddy. I could. Should. I think I'll leave. Your jar of farts! <laughs> Alright, okay. so what are you doing? Seriously. Fine. Maybe on my way out, could I trip one of them? Is that possible? You could absolutely attempt to trip one of them. I'd like to do that. Uh, you know, the, the one how to, helpful I am. The one at the, to the south seems to have already been clawed fairly badly by a giant owl. Um, the one to the north uh, does not appear to be harmed at all yet. Okay. And the uh, one out so the door I'm... is unconscious. Haha. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk by them. How how do I trip? It is a uh, combat maneuver, so you'd roll CMB. Okay. Can I leave and then roll? No. Oh, uh, do I have to roll now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> At a six, it's probably not gonna work. That is going to fail to trip them, yes. Well, <laughs> then I'd like to leave. Okay. Well, that didn't work, bye. Uh, right, do you want to make a acrobatics check, or are you willing to provoke the attacks of opportunity? Uh, what do I have to do again? Acrobatics, yeah, if you don't want them to attack at you. Right. It's a 21. Uh, okay, yeah, you're able to move past them without any problem. Well, I tried. Good luck, Eklund. <laughs> Eklund will scream something about her mother in Terran before, or in Owl before turning back. Uh, he can't speak Terran. <laughs> Nope. So, Eklund will shout something about her mother in uh, Owl, and then... Okay, Eklund, you're up. <laughs> the one to Eklund. the south is hurt, the one to the north is undamaged at the moment. Eklund will five-foot flap backward toward the door, and um, say yet again, I don't want to fight, I'm here to... He'll say, I don't want to fight, I am... I assume combating the one that has enslaved the ones that have enslaved you. I assume you don't. I assume you don't want to be here as much as I don't. Is there any agreement we can come to? Okay. Uh, roll diplomacy. My diplomacy is garbage, and I will I'm probably. I am going to wind up causing an international incident. So, at twenty, woo! That's a okay. twenty-three. Okay. I'm certain you've taken all of my dice luck now. I think I just pissed off my entire neighborhood. <laughs> okay, that's happening. Uh... I don't like the that's happening. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. That so... makes me very uncomfortable, that does. The last one, time of the, I... one of the mongrel men um, stays back and looks at you. The one who you already clawed, the one who's hurt, so the one to the south. He says, again, in that still, that very rough Taldane, says, not enslaved. They're the only ones who would give us work. That's so. Oh. I was gonna uh, say, they might have just, uh, got a job. He is They're going sleeping to... in a freaking stable! I'm sorry, I thought it was the choice okay. of that or homelessness. I know what I'd pick. I mean, a stable is dry and warm. Um... I guess. It's still fishy. Uh, <laughs> and that one is going to reach into his tunic and pull out a whistle. Oh no. <laughs> um, the well, one to the, the one to the north is going to five foot step and swing his club at you. Why do all my decisions end in disaster? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that was a natural two. You're fine. Um, Lenta, you're up. <laughs> Just angry owl screaming. 
You do also see Alira standing in the courtyard now. Hi. Hey. Wait a minute. So are there any other boxes that look like they might be useful here? Yes. Let's go to the next box then. Uh, I can't open the door. Fair. God, we are um, such I'll a disaster. Tell her to go open a door. Okay, you find you open another box. There are twelve vials within that box. Uh, do you need me writing this down, or has or I'm it? writing things down. Okay. Awesome. Uh, do they all look the same? Disaster. I assume they do look the same. Um, you can give me an appraise check or a knowledge alchemy. Oh, appraise because I don't have alchemy. <laughs> no idea. Um, <laughs> That's one. Give me a perception check. I like that. Uh, was that only a move action or? Um. Fifteen perception. So you don't know what it is, but you do know that it is the same greenish color that you could see bubbling off the vats through the doorway. Oh. Oh, I found a. So oh, this is evidence. evidence. Um, All right. Uh, and yeah, would that be only moves or? That would be one move action, sure. Right. Uh, I will. I think I have that spell. Check. I do. Uh, I will message Alirus. Okay. Uh, huh? we're just saying. Hey, uh, could you come up here? There's a door that needs unlocked. Where? Can I climb the building? There's a <laughs> door that goes up from the courtyard. Go through the door. Fine. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could climb the building if you really need to, but... Need to? This is more of a one thing. Uh, there is more, uh, movement around on the ground. Um, like the, I'm not... Uh, Azatha and Jaren. Yep. Uh, the door is going to open. God bless America oh, on a Sunday. <laughs> At least you don't, you don't need to unlock the door. <laughs> Shut up, the north the south. <laughs> this is a, this is a worse disaster than an Among Us room full of nine-year-olds. We have turned into a Monty Python sketch, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now all we need to do is sing the Sir Robin song and we run out of here with the tails between our legs. <laughs> have a tail. And a, a lyrics. Um... Does Azafa have a tail in a snake form? I don't think Azafa so. Yes, I do. In... Yes, she has a tail. She does not turn into a snake, though. Um, oh, sorry, I mean... Yeah. So, a couple of things are going to happen. Um, right. And they're all terrible. <laughs> the first thing is... I would like to cry. <laughs> Uh, the first thing is Thanks the door is going to open, and you are going to see a small humanoid, um, gnome-sized, but covered in dirty, heavy, black rags, um, smells bad, uh, who is holding in one hand a axe, like a hand axe, um, and in the other hand there is an, a holy symbol of some sort. Um, who... What have we done? Opens, yeah, so like I said, he opens the door, um, and notices, uh, Jaren, do you have your iron torch on? Nope. Okay. Um. I do not. So there that is... would have, you know, that would have... Right. <laughs> um. Like, hey, what's that light coming down the chimney? <laughs> okay, so what he's going to do is, he is going to five foot step back, and this room is going to be shrouded in darkness. Ooh, I, ooh, I don't like that. We have a beep, right? Still have the sensor beep, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, actually, my, I, have a, I have a brother, so I probably shouldn't cuss out loud. Probably not. Keep that in your head. <laughs> oh, wait, Am the I entire crazy? place goes dark? The entire 
work chamber goes dark. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't like. Do you have dark vision? I don't believe either of them. No, I believe they both have low light vision. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know that dark vision would help either, because I bet it's magical. So, um, Azoth, if you'd like, you can uh, give me, in the moment that the door is open, um, well, either of you can give me a knowledge local check if you have it. Um, And Azoth, if you'd like, you can give me a spellcraft check to figure out what he did. All right. I don't think it's spellcraft. It's a 15 knowledge local. Okay. Um, so, Jared. got a 25. Okay. Uh, Azatha, the, uh, the small humanoid cast Deeper Darkness. Oh, me. Um, I did. Yeah. Jaren, you recognize yeah. that this small creature is a dark creeper. <laughs> dark creeper. That's, you know, I don't want any kind of creeper. Dark um, and creeper are both very bad things in real life and Minecraft, so... Oh man. Shut um, up. <laughs> so dark creepers are um they are intelligent humanoids. They lurk in the black places deep below the surface of the world, venturing forward at night or into the neighboring societies when the urge to steal and cause mayhem grows too great to resist. Um they tend to be found in layers of rags. They are uh masters of the use of poison. Um they uh they're 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 not great. Um, they are intelligent, however. Uh, you can know one useful th- piece of information about the dark creepers. I came in on mass. I I my connection went out, and I came back in on masters of the use of poison. Um, <laughs> you didn't miss anything. Okay. Like I said, yeah, you can uh, you can uh, get one useful use- piece of information about dark creepers if you'd like. Let's Do they have any strength or like immunity? Well, this is Jaren's question. <laughs> this oh, is I'm sorry so. about that. Uh, we we will go with weaknesses. Uh, sure, they have uh, one weakness and one special attack that is also a weakness. Um, they are blinded by bright light. Okay. Um, they also explode when they die. Oh! Oh! I cool. got away from the exploding. Darklings oh, in fifth edition. Okay, I know how to they, deal with those. They only explode in a burst of bright light. But um, it'll blind you. It'll blind you temporarily. Okay. All right. I so have a stat block exactly like this from my, one of my five E handbooks, and I'm debating if it's cheating to go get it. It's a different name, but it sounds like the same creature. Yeah. It's probably cheating. It's probably cheating. Azatha, you're up. Uh, you are plunged in darkness. Um. Um. I also will. You'll notice spell. that the noises of the mongrel men. Sorry. The, the noises of the mongrel men below, they don't seem to be terribly bothered by the darkness, but... Ah. Huh. Um, okay, would I have seen this guy before everything went into into darkness? I mean, briefly, yeah. I so mean, he, I have he opened been... the door right at your face, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's what I assumed. Um, I rolled a spellcraft to know more about this guy, and well, I got it... the spellcraft was to identify what he cast. And he cast Deeper Darkness. Oh yeah, I forgot I did that, didn't I? Never mind. Yep. Um, so he cast a spell to make the room plunge into darkness. Alright, is there anything I can roll to find out if he himself can see in this darkness? Um, it would be Knowledge Local, but if uh, Jaren... Well, Jaren doesn't know you're there, so Jaren had to have no yeah, reason to no say idea. Um, yeah. yeah, Knowledge Local. 
Do you have that? All right. Yes, I do. Uh, that's a natural 20 for a 23. Okay, yes. Yeah. So um, everything I said, these uh, dark creepers, they explode. Um, they, uh, they are blinded by bright light. They have the ability to see in any kind of darkness. Um, so they can see even in magical darkness. Um, they, as a racial ability, they may all cast detect magic and darkness. Um, Which means this one has extra spellcaster levels if it can cast deeper darkness. Correct. Um, oh, great. Okay, logicking out, this guy probably noticed my presence, and that's probably why he did that. And I should probably uh, leave. So <laughs> I mean, you're invisible. I am, I yeah, you're still mm -hmm. invisible. Well, invisible, but feeling feeling that you might have known I was there. Um, could I use like the little short-term memory that that I just got of the door ahead of it and see if that's unlocked? Uh, the door that was to the north of you. Yes. Sure, you can try it. Um, yeah, I will go up there and try to see if it's unlocked. It is locked. Well, g great. Okay. Um, I don't have much time left on my invisibility and I want to find out more about this so I'm just going to go into the wait yeah go into the room that he just went in okay so you're gonna step forward yeah and okay. a little bit to the right trying not to bump into anything but hopefully like finding some random object that I could like crouch behind or something okay so you step into the room um to your right you feel a bed I am How going about under the bed. Feeling there's a big bad in this room. <laughs> wow, really? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean a big bad. I mean the big bad. Yeah, I know. Um, out in the uh, floor of the um, of, of, of you know the factory floor, um, you hear the voice of one of the mongrel men shout out angrily, and uh, there is definite motion. Um, Jaren, give me a perception check. Sure. If you have bonuses for hearing, um, I will. Th th those would be applicable. Yeah, that's, that is unfortunately my other gnome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, perception is a nineteen. Okay, that is enough that you do hear a scramble and a clatter of someone pulling themselves from the walkways onto the ledge behind you. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jaren, you're... Ah! Jaren would, would like to use martial flexibility uh -huh. and will activate blind fight. That seems like a wonderful plan. <laughs> <laughs> this will allow you to move your full distance even though you... without making an acrobatics check and if you miss because of not seeing someone, you get to re-roll the mystery. And invisible attackers, attackers I can't see, don't get right. their normal advantage. I don't lose my dex bonus to armor class. There you go. Awesome. Don't blindly punch me, please, if you can help it. I don't <laughs> know you're there, so... You do know there's someone behind you. Yep. Um... Alright, yeah. Uh, and I will strike out at the thing that just moved in behind me. Okay. Make an attack roll. Yep. Uh, I'm only going to hit at it once, so... Well, yeah, because you have to use a move action to get blind strike. Yep. Uh, it's all 12. A 12 will not strike the person behind you. Yep. I'm oh. just letting them know I know they're there. Yep. 
All right, um, Aliris. Yes, with my turn. Lensa had made the sign. Yeah. Someone asked me to climb the walls. Well, to climb up to the level <laughs> that that she's at, yes. Ah, okay. Do you wish to go to do that? Determined yes. to climb the walls, man. <laughs> to go to the upper level where the uh, crane is. Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. Move you properly. <laughs> okay. Uh, so there is still a bit of light. Yeah, there is still a bit of light. I can't eliminate it, unfortunately. No, what I'm asking is, is that true? Like, is there light coming from the other room? Yes, or is, is it the light just... coming from the other room. Okay, where okay. Uh, go to the right of where you had been, Yellow. Me? Okay, so to the right. Scroll your map over to the right, and you should see yourself. Oh, there I am. Yep. <laughs> so you can see that Lensa is in the room looking in some crates. Um, she had just messaged you to say that there was a locked door. You can also see that on the other side of that doorway to the north, it is pitch black. There's kind of a... Hey, Lenza. Hi, things have changed. What do you need? <laughs> uh, what's going on? I don't think you need to unlock the door anymore. Oh, cool. Uh, what are you doing? I, I was just looking for crates. Now oh, we have... the crates? <laughs> there is one other crate that is still clearly labeled for packaging. and. I would like to take my free action to cry in frustration. <laughs> okay, maybe so. <laughs> I'm going... Can I open one? You it's can fun. move to the last crate and open it, sure. It's okay Which if that one is the last one? Right there. Um, Alright, you open it and there are 12 other vials. Um, I will allow you to give me an appraise, craft alchemy, or because you're you, I will allow you to give me a knowledge local check for this last one. Okay, round. knowledge local. I'm going to probably go with that. Um... Oh, that is a natural one. Oh, um, it <laughs> is uh, something kind of gray and uh, sludgy. Fun. I found something, though. It's bottled gray Because our so, luck is that good today. By the way, we'll figure it out later. Jared is thinking, I'm about to die, and they're looting the place. What <laughs> <laughs> defense there was nothing i could do at first and now <laughs> right but jared so doesn't know that jared just what he knows is that you guys are the other because he even thinks the rest of the party is in there yeah <laughs> so he's I mean, like they are in there looting the place while i'm about to die i mean jared? I am feeling a lot of sympathy for Flowey from Undertale right now, in that when he couldn't get things done diplomatically, he just killed everyone, and I'm kind of getting ready to go genocide run at this point. I'm so done with this dungeon. Eklund, you're up. I am teetering on the edge between continuing my plan and murder. I have a half-formed plan involving Crooked Kin... But I don't think they'll take kindly to that suggestion. All I'm gonna say is that the one to your north just swung a club at you. The one to the south uh, has a oh, yeah, the whistle, whistle in his. Okay, Clint is. Can I knock the whistle out of his hand? Um, Do a little yeah, damage in it, the process. You could make an attempt to disarm. Yeah. Can I attack on that? How does that work? Uh, 
No, it's you can either attack him or you can attempt to disarm. I attack him hard enough it goes flying out of his hand. Sure. Maybe. Does I feel like that's basically Do I have to do anything special for that, or do I just pray for high rolls? Pray I'm at a point where rolls. I can five foot step and get to use both my claws. Yep, you can. Honestly, the smart thing to do is stop him from raising an alarm. Uh huh. If you want to talk about being smart for once. <laughs> I will take any suggestions. Okay. I do have a plus 10 to CMD, which is, or CMB, which, CMB, whichever mm-hmm. one is better, at which, which is the same as my attack bonus, so I'm not really losing anything by... So are you disarming him, or are you attacking him? I'm gonna disarm him. I'm gonna five foot step <coughs> toward him and disarm him. Okay. Roll that CMB. It's a 27. You are more than able to knock the whistle out of his hand. The 27 can he, I grab he just it? pulls his whistle out of his pocket, and the big owl goes, "No, no, oh, wait. <laughs> can't grab it. I don't have hands." Right. Okay, so um, you I could still it, attack with your second attack. I don't want to. Okay. I want to <laughs> poop on it so he doesn't pick it up. <laughs> Actually, that's an idea. How big is that in your mouth? No, no, no. This is the GM (laughs) playing the X card. No. I'm not going to poop on it. That's not the plan. How big is it? I mean, it's a small whistle. I want to eat it. (laughs) Because owls can cough up pellets later full of bones. I'll allow (laughs) it. Sure. I thought it's going to eat the whistle. Okay. You got it. So he, he eats it and then he turns around and says, let's talk about this. Okay. Um, Do you get a free intimidation from just eating the freaking whistle? No, and in fact, that mongrel man is now going to club you. Um, <laughs> I, I was assuming, but hey. He took his whistle away. Um, that is a natural 20, um, with a 23 to confirm. Ah, damn! Sorry. I really like that whistle. <laughs> I'm crying now. We are such a mess. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I am so sorry. Um, that is 18 points of damage. That is max damage on his critical hit. Would like to cry. Dude, don't just take <laughs> you guys a whistle like that. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, if anyone dies to these fools, Yellow, I'm gonna come to your house and, like, shoot a pea shooter through your window at night because you left! The other one is going to five foot step and also swing control. Oh right, I forgot you're in there alone now. If I die to these fuckers, I'm gonna be so mad. Watch your language. Please, Um, you're over-exaggerating. You're not gonna die. And I didn't say the real thing. I'm just so mad right now and also... (laughs) It sure sounded like it over the recording. That is Dead. a 20. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I did not say the real thing. Sure, AC. That will hit on my AC. That is my AC. He will connect for eight points of damage with his club. <laughs> I'm going to die to these um, fools. Sorry about that, dude. Lensa? I tell ya. This is your fault! <laughs> this is going poorly. It is? I, I lost it really, the really is. character sheet just glitched out. Don't die. Don't intend so, to. Hang on. So yes, I can't. There is there is darkness um in on the other side of that door now. Lansa. Yes. 
There was light. Elias, I need you to go through the door and probably fight whatever's there. Oh. Okay. Sounds good. Going to message Eklund. Okay. How are you doing? The response is just ah! <laughs> That good. R.I.P. I'm gonna go make sure Eklund doesn't die. <laughs> it's just very loud owl screaming. Like he's in a and you're pretty sure you can see a few of the stars flying around his head from his transmission back. Okay, so you're running back out to the courtyard? Yeah. I'm moving you back around, to the Lanza. courtyard. Good luck. You see um, a you very- You come back out into the courtyard. You see an unconscious um, mongrel man up against the cart. And a very, very bloody owl lying in the- Yeah. She's going to whistle loudly. Just sure. to try to get their attention off of him. Okay. Could you have pulled out one of the, uh, stones sure. that we had grabbed? Just to, this you is... know, attempt to look hostile so that they don't kill my owl friend? Sure. That's my- that's what I'm doing. It's my turn. Eklund is your familiar okay. now. Eklund is my owl friend. You better not get killed because I can't revive you. Um, <laughs> I can't revive me inside. either, so... The... there is a whole lot of commotion on the ground floor. Yeah. Back in the vat room. Um, that's all that is happening there. I just said there's a whole lot of commotion, man. Um, back up in on Grind's turn. Um, that's who that is. Yeah, we knew he. We already knew he was a little dude. Yep. But we did. Um. Yeah. Okay, so you're not flat-footed because you have blind fight. Yep. Um. Does that mean that he, uh, he doesn't? He can't sneak attack too. I don't know. Hold on a second. It doesn't say anything about that, so I would assume that he can still sneak attack. Okay. That, I, that makes sense to me. You you still get your dex bonus, but he doesn't... He's still able to make advantage of the fact that you can't actually... Yeah, it just says uh, you don't lose your dex to armor class, and the attacker doesn't get the usual plus two for being invisible. Um, that is a 24 as a axe goes flying through the air, whistling and uh, impacts... Maybe it impacts you. Yeah, no, it definitely does. My armor class is not 24. Okay. Um, you're going to take three points of slashing damage, and I need a fortitude save. <clears throat> is this poison? Uh, it is a poison, yes. Okay, because I have a bonus on that. That's why then you will want that uh, that bonus. Yep. Uh, hold on a second. You said four? Three points of slashing damage. Okay. Come on. Give me that. There you go. All right. Uh, fortitude... It is a 19. Okay. Um, you can definitely feel that there is some sort of paralytic compound on that blade, but uh, you're able to resist it from Okay. For now. That's a bad sign. Um, okay. So that is his... Oh, I forgot to roll sneak attack. Sorry. You should be. You should be. Should. Very sorry. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was three points of damage from the axe. It is 11 points of precision damage from the sneak attack. No, on Borkstog and Grind is going to be the new thing I say when my parents won't let me say Jesus Christ. <laughs> Rogues, <laughs> man. Um, Azatha, you're under a bed in darkness. Uh, indeed, under a bed. And I, I think I just screwed myself, so I'm going to wait. Okay, so Azatha is delaying. Yeah. Um, the mongrel man 
who actually are motivated to do things. So one of them does that, one of them is going over there, and the other one who was right behind Jaren and Jaren took a punch at is going to swing his club at Jaren. Um, <laughs> uh, apparently, even though he can see in the dark, uh, he can't see a thing because that was a that was a total of a five. So that will miss Jaren by a lot. Jaren, you're up. Okay. So uh, the the axe does it feel like it was thrown, or does it does it feel like the uh, the person wielding it is is close to me? It definitely. You heard it whistle through the air. It definitely seems to have been thrown. Um, it was a small size hand axe. Um, give me a perception check. Okay. And it's a twenty-six. You believe it came from about ten feet in front of you and up. And up. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to pull the hand axe out of my shoulder. <laughs> okay. And throw it out into the darkness over the vats. Okay. Uh, so he'll be down one hand axe. Okay. I'll let that even be a move action because you're basically okay. just getting rid of a thing. So if you yeah. want to take a punch at the guy behind you who just swung a club at you, you can. Yep. Going to do that. Okay. And I say 13. That is enough. For a whole big old six. Magical yes. bludgeoning damage. Okay, yeah, you, you you manage to turn and spin and lash out with your fist, and you hear a uh, as you hit something. Um, all right, so we've got a bunch of the party in darkness. Um, more of the party down on the ground floor, separated out. The rogue in the room with the loot. It is the top of round twelve. It is the rogue's turn, and we will find out what she plans to do next time. Okay, that's good for my computer battery, but I'm a little mad. <laughs> <laughs> this is an actual actual nightmare. <laughs> Always keep an eye open for minutes. Never feed a goblin and something something dragons. Sorry, we had to re- end because Mira has a therapy. So something something dragons uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Something Something Dragons is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. The Crown Trial of the Beast was written by Richard Pence. If you like what you're hearing, come check out our other shows on Twitch, YouTube, and Untold Stories Project. Also, drop us a review in iTunes. It really helps people find us. You can also join our Discord server at Untold Stories Project, or send us an email at untoldstoriesandgames at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.